Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about what you would want to talk about. This, to me, is quite a topic. There are a lot of people out there that are convinced they've got something to say. But do they really? Well, the answer for the most part, I would have to say is yes. Uh, There are a collective of people, there is a group, there is a growing number of people who are becoming more and more aware of what they want to talk about. And one thing I find fascinating is the number one fear is public speaking. (laughs) The number one North American fear is public speaking. People are afraid to address the room. The number two fear is death. So the majority of the world would rather be in the box than speaking at the funeral. I find that peculiar. I'm a loudmouth. I would love to talk. I love to talk. Um, I am also an introvert. So it's interesting because if I don't feel like talking, I'm not going to talk. But... When the mood strikes me, good luck shutting me up. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have experienced that. Introvert, extrovert tendencies, both, depending on company. So the question at hand is, who or what would you talk about? And it's weird because when you decide you want to be, you want to launch a podcast or you want to do something or you want to connect on some level with something, um, you have to figure out where you stand on that thing. <laughs> uh, I like the idea that anyone can say anything, period. I don't like the idea of limitations. When I was growing up, free speech was celebrated. And there were a lot of us that didn't like what we heard. <laughs> of the bullshit that came along with free speech was bullshit. And nowadays, you don't have that option. There is no option for bullshit. There is cancel culture. (laughs) You're not allowed to say the things you want to say. Hell, the the fun thing about cancel culture is you're actually not allowed to say the things that you've already said. So here's the shocker on that. If you cannot say the things you've already said, 
then are we supposed to live in fear for having said the things that we already said? Cancel culture, in my opinion, is something that has been created and invented to limit your ability to move forward. There are so many people right now that are aware of other people being canceled or that they are aware of, you know, there's a, there's always a story or so-and-so said this or this tweet was dug up from 10 years ago. So there are a lot of people that are afraid of their past. And it's an interesting thing because we find ourselves in a conundrum. If you are afraid of your past, then you are ashamed. If you are ashamed of your past, then you are aware. If you are aware of what you are ashamed of in your past, then you have grown. But if you are not aware of anything that's ever taken place in your past, then you are exactly who you were the moment those things took place and you have not grown. And there is a growing number of people who want to cast the first stone, which is a biblical reference. He who is without sin. And we are programmed to wonder and think about and can be and concern ourselves with the opinions of others. Yet we hardly ever reference our own opinions towards others. Or if we do have a thought about somebody, it is fleeting. And it is not something that we concern ourselves with for any prolonged period of time. Yet we are riddled with the idea that somebody thinks something negative about us. We are riddled with the idea that we can't move forward because of something that we've done in the past. We are riddled with the idea that we are who we were when we did those things. And I remind you, if you are thinking about those things, if you are aware of those things, if those things are riddled inside your mind, if they have you locked down in fear or if they have you changing the way you decide you want to move forward with something or if they've got you slowing yourself down, you're aware of them. You're aware of society. You're aware of your actions. You're aware of the changes you need to make to successfully move forward as an adult and as an individual. In other words, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, you had a life-altering experience that changed the way you do business. You live your life. You interact with people. If you've done this, you've grown. If you've grown, you won. <laughs> so, all that to say, cancel culture is a constant reminder of the things that we once said. Or things that were funny back in the day that wouldn't fly today. You could look at any show back in the day and understand that cancel culture would have a field day with it. Anything can be picked apart. Anything that ever existed can be picked apart. You are not your past. You are not the person that did the terrible thing or you are not the person that had the terrible thing happened to you. You've taken it, you've embraced it and you're allowed to move on from it. If you've taken its lesson, you can move on. If you haven't taken its lesson, you're destined to repeat it. But its lesson is pretty sound and it's for you. And it's not to be talked about, shared, discussed, or anything like that other than if it's up to you to talk about, share, or discuss it. Your deepest, darkest secret, ladies and gentlemen, that's yours. That's not for anyone to know. And it could be, I took the last cookie and I didn't want to talk about it. It could be terrible. It could be nothing. But I'll tell you this, from my experience, every single person that has a quote-unquote deepest, darkest secret, you would be surprised at how unnecessarily not what's the word I'm, I'm drawing a blank on all these words here it's not something that you have to worry about or it's commonplace 
which is something that would blow a lot of people's minds to know that they are in the same boat as a lot of other people, you know, to understand that what you've done is only as bad as what you think you've done. So if you've allowed yourself to take those lessons, and like I've said, the worst things I ever did to people were my biggest teachers. They are my biggest teachers. They've, they've changed who I am because I, I, I fundamentally d- despise the person I was. And the person I was was somebody who despised himself. So when you think to yourself about anything that you may or may not have done, like I said, you are not that person. You are not that entity and you are not currently in your life where you were when your deepest, darkest secret took place. And like I said, it could be something you did to somebody. It could be something that was done to you. How you choose to move forward from this day on is entirely up to you. But beating yourself up, holding a grudge against either yourself, an assailant, a thing you did, a thing that was done to you. This is what we talk about. This is what's talked about when it's talked about with regards to karma. Karma doesn't do exactly to you what you did to somebody else, i.e. what have you. Karma is the instant pain and regret and sorrow that you live with after making a dumb decision. And the dumb decisions that people make are only the dumb decisions once somebody has deemed them dumb. There are a lot of stupid things that we've done as humans that we have zero recollection of. There are people out there right now that hate you for something that you did and you have no fucking clue that you even did it. Right? So every single thing that's inside your head about what you think about yourself or your darkest secrets or your or your darkest disparities, these aren't for anyone but you. These exist inside your mind so that you yourself can grow. And I think you are growing. I think that's where you're headed. I think you're growing through it. Like I said, being aware of it makes it growth. Now, cancel culture seems to me to be very well placed and very convenient. Nobody's canceling Joe Biden after all of his accusations, but the entire world knew that Donald Trump said, grab her by the pussy. This is not a political podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I don't give a shit either way. Speaking of politics, I'm going to jump right into topic number two. So your past is your past, ladies and gentlemen. Your past exists exactly as it does to teach you the lessons you came here to learn. Do not allow it to be a forever prison. Move the F on. Love yourself. If you need help with that, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. If you need help with loving yourself... <laughs> Ask, ask anyone, ask anyone who once hated themselves, but now loves themselves. Ask anyone who once was where you feel like you are dark, deep despair. There are people out there that are super fucking cheery right now that used to be miserable. I'm one of them. I used to be, I used to, I used to not be a part of anything. I used to, I used to, you know, be really good at my job, which was sales, which was manipulation. And then when you get really good at life, when you get really good at helping people, when you get really good at loving yourself, then that shit just radiates and positivity comes through. 
I've trailed back into your past. I'm going to jump out of that. I'm going to jump back into politics. But your past, I could go on for hours and hours and hours. The one thing I could talk about for hours and hours and hours is how you choose to view you and how that creates where you want to go. Mindset is the ultimate tool. Cancel culture, mindset and cancel culture is kind of where we've been today. And now we're going to get a little political. Mindset and cancel culture are paramount. They go hand in hand. Cancel culture has crippled an entire nation. And keep in mind too, the people that are pushing cancel culture for the most part are the same generation. And if you guys are listening right now, I'm going to point the finger at you. The trophy generation, the kids that are 30 and younger, you guys all got a participation trophy. And I don't think anyone listening to this podcast is one of those kids. I think everyone listening to those podcasts is on our side and goes, these guys, you know, they didn't do shit all. I'm the one that won the trophy. I'm the one that did the best in shop class. I'm the one that did the best in the sports meets. I'm the one that pushed myself harder and harder and harder because nobody else was going to push me. So I'm not lumping anybody in here, but I am saying a general mentality of an entire generation of people was that of one giant coddle. And these are the people that are pushing the cancel culture narrative. These are the people that would rather bring somebody down than lift themselves up. It's easier to tear those around us down than to step the fuck up. This is a mindset. This is a, the mental mastery Alliance is a motivational podcast. We are a, a, for lack of better term, a life coaching, blah, blah, blah. I hate that term. We're not life coaching. We're changing the way you view the bullshit that you view to help you get out of the mess that you could find yourself in. We're here to step you up, but you already know that you're also here to have some fun. We talk about some crazy shit on this show. It's fun to think about things in a different light. Don't ever be pigeonholed in the way you think about what you think about. That's the main message to this whole thing. Mindset, cancel culture, all of these limiting beliefs, all of these things, these limiting beliefs, these, this, the craziest thing about limiting beliefs, I'll tell you this right now is abundance. Abundance is everywhere. Legit, we are, you are an entity that is completely surrounded by absolute abundance to the infinity, square root of infinity, whatever the hell. <laughs> this is you, man. You live in abundance. You know what we've done with abundance because of our history, because of our upbringing, because of our, our, our society? We have taken abundance. We have taken everything that could possibly exist. We have taken the the knowledge of the universe. We have taken glorified abundance, just massive amounts of abundance. We've taken all of that. And with that, we've built up walls. <laughs> we took all of abundance. And the one thing we chose to build was limitations. <laughs> what if that doesn't grab you by the short and curlies, I don't know what does. It is pretty funny to me that this is a thing that that's what we chose to build. <laughs> but when you shatter that wall, when you shatter that that abundance wall, or that sorry, that limiting beliefs wall, you're right back to abundance. You tear down the walls you built, and you've reemerged into abundance, and it's beautiful. Politically speaking, I got to write that down too. We talked about abundance, ladies and gentlemen. I love abundance. There's so much of abundance. That's the greatest thing about it. My last episode, I got a little bit of flack because I captioned it, Joe Biden will red pill the rest of America. But I didn't really talk about Joe Biden. 
Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that in this episode. This is gonna be a short one, about five six more minutes maybe. We'll see how it goes. I could be lying to you. I don't know. This 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 whole new podcast, this roadcaster that I've got now, I could just prattle on for hours. I don't even have to do any more edits. This is all just one shot. You hear me doing all kinds of stuff, creaking and cracking. I'm figuring it out. I'm, I'm having a good time. I can I get a round of applause for that? Ah, no, I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Absolutely wonderful. Oh yeah, we also have sound effects, and I'm funnier now that we have these things. Uh, did I say funny or cheesy? I don't know. <laughs> Joe Biden is going to red pill every single person that Trump did. People like upset that you know. Again, I'm not going to talk Q, but I'm bringing it up. Everyone's like he's draining the swamp. He's no, no, no. You see, these people are arguing with other people. Now, I am not a Q head. I like the term Q-tard, but I think people take offense to that. Um, I, I'm i not a Q-tard. I'm not a Q-head. I'm not a Q-anoner, a neener-noner. I am somebody who will take in all the information and, and see how I feel about it at the time. So when you look at all of this stuff and they're saying he's draining the swamp, he's draining the swamp. I got some really, I got some friends that I, some internet friends that I absolutely adore. And he just blasts. People that are like, oh, is, he drained? is the swamp drained yet? <laughs> you know? I think the thing about Q was he was just designed to wake people up. I think the whole idea behind Q was he was a wonderful psyop that was designed to show people a thing. And then people started to see it. People started to see it. Oh, my God. Right? And then we look at this election. This election, whether you want to believe in Trump, whether you want to believe in Q, whether you want to believe in uh, democracy, whatever you want to believe in, this is a phenomenal state. Like this election was the most, it was the biggest fucking joke I've ever seen in my entire life. Right. The biggest joke. And this isn't a political statement, but this election was a fucking joke. Right. They stopped counting. They stopped. When have you ever seen anyone stop counting for the first time in our history? They stopped counting. They're like, Meh. right. It's coming out now that it was like landslide, like a hundred million votes for Trump. Right. And, and the whole thing was that they want to Biden in. But the whole, the whole other thing, too, is, I mean, I believe that Trump's part of it. I think that he's just another one of the puppets that's part of this dance, this song and dance that we're doing. We got Lady Gaga out here singing like she's a fucking Hunger Games. <laughs> we got everybody dressed up in their fancy colors. And the whole damn thing was pre-recorded. And then the, the, the last scene you see is, is Biden in his little fancy office crushing America with his <laughs> signatures. Um, if you are a massive man and want to put on a sports bra, you can now win Olympic events uh, based on what's going on with Biden's America. Uh, that's a shame. Um, but you know what? You can't make everybody happy, right? So this is the thing. He crushed the pipeline. Biden crushed the pipeline within minutes. This XL, KL, Jimma pipeline coming out of Canada. And he's on record as saying, to the 50,000, 60,000 people that instantly lost their jobs that day. He's on record as saying, you'll find other jobs. He then signed right back up with China, getting that oil to come in from over there, right? And this is all just a play. I'm not looking at this as anything other than a story. Somebody's playing out a story. Who the fuck do, I don't know if if there's if Chinese, I don't, I don't fucking know. I just know what I'm seeing. And what I'm seeing doesn't really have much to do with me. And I'm not saying that in an ignorant tone. I'm saying that in a, I'm not going to fight you tone. If you firmly believe what you believe about what you believe, go for it. Just go right ahead. Enjoy your life, man. Have some fun with it. 
But there are multiple sides to this. I have a, a friend of mine who I I adore her opinion. I adore conversations with her. She's we rarely chat, but she's a, a rock star. And she says she was super excited that they canceled the pipeline because that pipeline was supposed to run right through native territory and screw up a bunch of stuff for her quote unquote people, which to me is, it's amazing that she's happy that that group of people was not to be displaced. I'm also familiar with the environmental impact of this pipeline and what it was to do, but I'm also aware of the environmental consequences of shipping containers from China to over here. I'm also aware of the the impact of the Chinese. They seem crazy. Did you guys hear this today? The Chinese are trying to tell the news that they're trying to put they're, they're pumping out in the news media that it's time. Hey, you have got to get the, your fucking COVID now. I don't know. I guess everybody's getting tested once a week for COVID, but it's up the ass. Imagine that. The government's saying get your fucking COVID test up your ass. Come on. They're fucking you in the ass. And now they are fucking you in the ass with a tiny stick. And nobody's catching on to this shit. So I'm sorry. Today's just a weird day. It's a funny day for me. I'm having a good time. Uh, there's no guest today, by the way. I don't know if I said that earlier, 20 minutes into the show. No guest today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you weren't waiting for one. Be one hell of an intro, though, eh? Fuck me. <laughs> so. They want to stick a stick up your ass and and, and COVID. And they also want you to wear 13,000 masks because it's more predominant. They want you fucking dead. They want they want you not to be able to breathe. And they want to stick things up your ass. And people are like, hey, man, fuck yeah. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't understand, man. I do not understand. I laugh. I think it's funny. Obviously, I laugh. I'm sitting here laughing right now. <laughs> Anyway, so back to what I was saying about Joe Biden. Again, I've done it again, so I can't even really put him in the in the, in the byline. But I will because I'm going to wrap it with Joe Biden. So Donald Trump started this thing and and woke a lot of people up, man. Prior to Donald Trump, politics was fucking boring, man. Politics was 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 oh, Jesus. Uh, Obama just randomly dropping bombs. Obama dropped more bombs than any other sitting president. War. What's with this war? Constant war. Trump shows up and throws a wrench into everything. And it's almost like these guys have to like backtrack or go or go like ultra speed, operation warp speed as it were, to get us back onto whatever fucking regime that they wanted us to be on. And now it's ridiculous. Now it's the handmaid's tale. And we got face masks and this that and the other thing and everything's bullshit. And and you know, even now Chicago, Chicago, New York and LA are all they've all just rapidly opened up the dining again. You know, to, 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 to keep us placated, I guess, you know, after Trump's out right away. Oh, COVID virus is fine. Fuck it. We're opening up. This COVID narrative is playing itself out, right? But there's a lot of people out there that are still afraid of it. And every single person is more afraid of their government than they are of the virus. I don't care if I get this fucking thing. Let's just get over with it is what the people are saying. They're also saying, geez, I hope my neighbors don't rat me out, which is another form of fear control. Just like cancel culture, man, fear control, all this shit. So what you're going to see in the coming days is just an ass, absolutely asinine Joe Biden sitting in office doing the dumbest shit you've ever seen possible consistently for that everyone to be like, what the fuck is this? Right? We are awake. 
the masses are connecting. The dots are being connected. There's no way. They aren't. There's no way. Four years of Joe Biden doing dumb shit, if he makes it that long, if they don't remove him and put Kamala Harris in there, the first black, the first Hispanic, the first woman vice president, they keep saying, yet they're also the party that refuses to admit that sexes are a thing. <laughs> Two sexes. Male and female no longer exist. It's all of you. You can't address them by male or female. It's no longer history. It's just story. Uh, a men and a women. This is the <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the fucking regime that's running the show. But, you know, there's rumors that he's not running the show. There's all kinds of rumors floating around about all kinds of bullshit. At the end of the day, who fucking cares? Right? You have to focus on you. You have to say that, you know what? This world's gone absolutely batshit crazy. I am going to do for me and for my family and for my immediate circle, my immediate sphere of influence, I am going to be the best possible version I can be of myself. And I'm going to make sure that everybody around me steps up. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.